Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Incredibly entertaining. I want to ask you a question that comes with controversy. Oh, now There's you're really of- tapping into it, Byron. See, now you get a chance to ask all the questions that you always wanted to know. Even better, this is going to be podcast so we can listen and laugh later. <laughs> this is one of your favorite things. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> Tiger, tiger, tiger. Yeah, no question. I think it was tiger, 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 tiger. <laughs> he is the name. I mean, he is what golf is uh, resting on right now. <laughs> I think he's a great team player. He did buy his wife a new yacht. Yeah, well, for that team, he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Get to know Melanie Mayer on Life Tips, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, only on webmasterradio.fm. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm And hey, Mac, we're here for you, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun on the web and around the world. Life Tips President Byron White talks to the latest trendsetters about strategies to grow your business. Editor Melanie Nayer interviews celebrities and expert writers on their tips for making life enjoyable and entertaining. Now, please welcome this week's Life Tips host, Byron White and Melanie Nayer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Life Tips show Byron and I are hanging out today, coming up with incredibly entertaining and different ways that you can foster a work-rich environment. And Byron is doing this from his apartment. Yes, indeed. I I, uh, I have uh, reached the pinnacle of my <laughs> hockey career, I fear. It may be time to hang up the skates. Uh, I'm, I'm currently in the horizontal workforce. I'm laying on my back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a little hockey injury earlier in the week, but, uh... That's what happens when you get old, Byron. Oh, boy, you're right Not everything that. works the same. You have to be very careful. You think this, this virtual senior league that I'm in will retire <laughs> my jersey for me? I think they're going to have to. We'll have a ceremony. <laughs> we'll have a ceremony, oh, and people up will the come, Raptors. and we'll do a whole thing. Okay. It'll be good. Sounds fun. Um, so check it out. We're talking today about ways that people and CEOs and businesses can really create some interesting ways to keep their employees happy and productive. And one of our guests is going to help us talk a little bit about the entertaining factor in the workplace. But before we get into that, I thought you and I should, should discuss a little bit about those unique ideas and unusual perks, if you will. Hmm. Sounds good. Maybe with a footnote this on, on, on this whole conversation by saying, clearly, earning a living as we know it is, is a dead concept. You know, 
employees really demand more. Um, I think that's the general take on things these days. It's not just where do you work or, you know, how much do you make or are you, quote, happy. It's what do you get? Right. What's your package? And is it an interesting company? But don't you agree that maybe if employees were motivated with perks and just a sort of a, a more fun environment that they wouldn't demand so much money? Hmm. Do perks outweigh uh, you know, does, does, salary compensation? Yeah. What's the trade-off? Does the benefit of just a healthy, happy life because you spend so many hours at the workplace? I don't think so. No. I think it's, I, I think it's all about no, the all right. money. In People the want the, the money. Well, I'll tell you I, what. Um, you weren't here, but I pulled our office. Hmm. I pulled our office to find out about things that, that they would like to make their work life experience better. Hmm. I have my pen out. Let's go through Are the list. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right. I mean, the first and obvious is spa services in the office. Pedicures <laughs> and manicures. Uh, mm-hmm. Ultimate dress down day. Not that Ooh. we're not casual enough, but <laughs> one of our employees would like to wear sweats to work. Ooh, interesting. Fascinating. Sunday bars in the summer. Aromatherapy rooms. Nap rooms with beds, not cots. <laughs> and we can talk a little bit about the siesta later because I think I think the siesta definitely needs to make an appearance here in the U.S. Um, movie Monday, mm. fascinating, mm-hmm. right? Right? Uh, sushi Tuesdays. <laughs> there's been a, there's been a few votes for burritos. Apparently, we have some burrito loving people here. Um, one of your sales staff would like uh, a lap dance day. Hooah! <laughs> <laughs> That would be that would be helpful for him. He says. Um, okay. Personally, I would like laundry service. I'd like to bring my dry cleaning to the office, have it picked up, taken out, and brought back to me. Hmm. Wouldn't that be good? I have no comments yet. No, I'm waiting for the list to end. <laughs> this is well, only a one-hour show you know, here. <laughs> you're famous for scheduling 5 p.m. meetings on Fridays. <laughs> you have a you have a really nice habit. So I say make a martinis. Hmm. Yeah, if you're going to schedule a 5 p.m. meeting on Friday, you might as well break out the martini shaker and at least, in, you know, perk the place up a little bit. Mm. Throw a couple olives in there and everybody's happy. Mm. So while you're lying at home resting, <laughs> working but resting, your, your office has come up. Oh, we forgot the TV and, I'm sorry, TV and video game room. Ah, uh, yeah. of course, yeah. Of course, of course. No game, game boards, foosball, the whole thing. billiards. Okay. Yeah, the Wii's, the the Playstations, everything. Hmm. And I then feel... and then we had some call outs for Oprah and Days of Our Lives. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So your 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 thoughts, your reaction. I feel a bit like I'm being kicked when I'm down here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being kicked when I'm down. Uh but let's go through them. So Things like spa treatments and, you know, <laughs> nail care, that becomes offensive for other employees that might not be able to take advantage of that. And oh, very would, interesting. Why? Because would, men can't have manicures? Well, no, I'm not suggesting that, but, but the smell and the odor that's created with that could, uh, could or kill brain cells, among other things. Uh, so it's the work environment's probably not the. <laughs> they can kill brain cells. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, 
So uh, as for the dress down, you know, it, that's an interesting discussion. Uh, you know, we're, we all are pretty casual in our offices. That's what I said. Now. I mean, I, you know, but I think we are probably one of the that. more casual offices around, I have, if I dare I say have, so. I have outright discouraged baseball hats. Yes, you um, have. You've made it uh, very clear. I, I think that that's where I draw the line of, of casualness. I think sweats would probably fit in that category. I mean, you know, there is there is an old feeling of dress for success and, you know, raise raise the bar, you are what you wear sort of mentality. Um, you know, so I'm not sure how that would affect. I wonder if there's any product productivities, productivity, productivity, productivity studies in there. Sorry. Um, nap rooms, hmm, with beds. Interesting yeah, not concept. Cops, I would be in favor of that now with my back problem, <laughs> I must say. Uh, you know, but, okay, so what if we put a mattress in the middle of the sales floor? Does oh, well, then count? everybody would have to share a mattress. I don't, I, don't know if that's, I don't know if that's very... To bring in a maid to change the sheets. Sounds like Dude, a complex ordeal. That's just got way too complicated. <laughs> everybody just needs to go home. <laughs> Movie Mondays? Wouldn't you rather watch a movie in the comfort of your home than... Personally, yes. It wasn't my idea, but Movie okay. Monday came up. Sushi Tuesday? I mean, heck, we may as well flip over to the Google side of the coin and have free meals for employees five days a week. We'll be talking about that later, I'm sure. Yes, we will. Um, and what about those that that don't like sushi? Is that what a discrimination? Right. Well, that's where the burrito came in. Those are two radical extremes. <laughs> two ends of the spectrum. Join us for a sushi or burrito lunch at Life Tips on Tuesdays. Right. right. Yikes. I know. Um, no comment on the lap dance. I, I think a psychiatrist might be a good thing to bring into <laughs> the office. Mental health professional. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to handle that problem. Um, you know, martini lunches. Oldest trick in the book to schedule a 5 o'clock meeting on Fridays. <laughs> Spicing it up with martinis could make it a little more interesting. It could make it fun. You might get a lot more reaction from it. So there's my quick take on responses from the employee versus employer <laughs> perspective of that checklist. Oh, that's awesome. And did you, did you have any that you, that you wanted to, to throw out here? I mean, we, we're going to talk a lot about this. but You know, I think massages are interesting, um, you know, and feeling pretty good from my perspective right now. You know, I'm surprised I didn't hear the standard operating procedures like uh, free lunches or flex hours or, um, you know, some of the other things that are part of protocols. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about referral well, fees for referring employees. But I guess let's chime in, you know, to today's call and invite our guest on and let's dig in. Well, let's do it as soon as we get back from this commercial break. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Best of the Web, the Internet's oldest directory, EOTW.org, since 1994. Our editors scour the web finding quality sites, providing users with spam-free resources, relevant information from valuable sites. Submit your site now for a guaranteed review in three days or less. For webmasters needing additional exposure, check out our 60-day free trial on category sponsorships. 60 days free advertising. No kidding. And don't forget the Best of the Web's reseller program with the industry's highest commissions, 25% recurring commission on all products and services. Bloggers, make sure to check out the BOTW blog directory and the recently launched volunteer editor program to help build the best blog resource on the web. 
once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media. PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help you thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Hey, all you affiliates out there, this one's for you. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, cash, cash. You hear that sound? That's the sound of your cat starving to death because you didn't produce enough volume. So you want to know how? Do you? XY7.com. XY7.com is the only way for you to convert your clicks into cash. So let's get it together, girls. XY7.com. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume, pump up the volume, cash, cash. It's a no-brainer. Reaching customers everywhere they search is smart business. However, reaching them through web and mobile search as well as free directory assistance with effective pay-per-call advertising is, well, ingenious. Ingenio Pay-Per-Call delivers highly targeted phone call leads to businesses looking for new customers. And the advertising business only pays for new customer lead. Call 1-800-705-0632 today to ask about your free trial or go to Ingenio.com slash web radio. That's Ingenio.com slash web radio. Ingenio. Simply ingenious. Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. Destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on Webmasterradio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Life Tips show. This is and we today are talking about ways to foster a rich work environment and things you can do to really help um, you know, better enlighten and it, just 
entertain your employees, if you will. And we have a very entertaining guest joining us today who is going to shed some light on some ideas that we've had and some ideas that he has, and we're going to talk about some things going on in business today. And we are excited to welcome Stephen Donovan. Stephen, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I really can't complain for a man my age. Mr. Byron, well, how are you, let's, sir? Well, let's tell the folks a little bit about you first. Steve Donovan is a stand-up comedian who has been doing comic for the last eight years. Am I right? Uh, eight, you are nine, right. Yeah. whatever. Got his start uh-huh. at some of the famous comedy clubs in New York City, the world-famous comic strip, the Gotham Comedy Club, and is one of NBC's favorite television audience warm-up hosts for some shows and also does uh, the morning show W... WXLO 104.5 in Worcester, Mass. Anything I forgot? Uh, I had a paper route when I was 10. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> While I was in New York, I actually had extensive corporate uh, experiences working first for Golden And you were Pat a teacher. And then Bear Stearns. And I was also a school teacher, yes. You were a co- I could see that. I can see that about you. And so because you have some corporate background and because you were a teacher, you know, it you have some thoughts on this, you know, sort of why the world needs to be entertained all the time, especially when we spend so many, so much of our life in the office. Yeah, I would say that the majority of people you heard some of that our I problems. have encountered have don't have the job that they want, they have the job that they need. Like, they have a lifestyle, and they need a certain salary, uh, you know, to, to, to support that lifestyle. So they're not really doing a job that they enjoy doing. So they need to find enjoyment elsewhere. And and what are some ways that they can do that? <laughs> well, uh, drink heavily. I think that that would be yeah. the first. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole five o'clock martini thing really works for you, right? I mean, it's always five o'clock someplace, which is good for you know. That's uh, true. That's a good point. And now, especially that that works actually to our benefit when we have come you know satellite offices in other countries, for example. Sure. Because if you have to do the conference uh, call and it's 5 that, o'clock uh, in Japan. I corporate, um, corporate dynamics now are different than they were 50 years ago when you your town had a factory and you got a job in the factory, and then 50 years later they give you a watch and then, you know, said, see you later. You know, so uh, the upward mobility is bigger than ever, and so I think that corporations need to acknowledge that. And when you think about your formative years, you spend four years in high school, and there's a guidance department to help you move on to the next thing. And then you spend four years as an undergrad in college, and they have guidance people there. And so I think there needs to be, on a corporate level, there needs to be some kind of a guidance structure to acknowledge the fact that people aren't going to stay in their jobs for as long as they used to. And so to facilitate that, and then people have more invested in the company and, and by way of gratitude, so like set up where... You find your replacement, and then you can go and, you know, have a company blessing to get the next thing. Byron, what do you think about that? Sounds like a great idea. But, you know, Stephen, I'm not sure if you're listening earlier. Kick, uh, Melanie kicked me so hard while I was, <laughs> while I was down that I'm still down. down Byron, this year was supposed to be yeah. the year of a, uh, a new, cleaner, faster hockey with less uh, brutality. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's probably what my career counselor would advise. Uh-huh. Uh, but no, I like I like the concept. Um, you know, and and would you think, Stephen, that we would we would if you were Melanie's career counselor, uh-huh. right? 
Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> and, you know, you had the checklist there of things that Melanie wanted in her career. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't what <laughs> Melanie wanted. <laughs> it was office collaboration. I don't want a laugh dance. Is, is this what a career counselor is going to help someone with, Stephen? What do you think? I think that kind of stuff is just uh, arranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. I really don't think if I hate my job, but you say, hey, wait, we have a burrito, that I'm going to all of a sudden skip to work every morning an hour early. Uh, I think you have yeah. to really tailor your adjustments to the people. Like, I'm surprised that nobody mentioned child care on that list. Mm. Like, I would assume that would be the biggest um, obstacle to working late, you know, if you have to go home and pick up the kid or coming in on time because you have to, you know, drop them off at whatever daycare provider you have. So if there was an on-site free service, that would probably save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month, and that would go a long way towards easing people's bottom line. But uh, lap dances and martinis and burritos, eh, I mean, it's, it's nice, but I don't think that would. I don't think that would affect fundamental changes in people's, uh, you know, positive thinking about the job. I'm not at the office, but I think Melanie just stood in her office to try to give one of the employees a lap dance. I don't know what happened. Oh, why it would sounds... we do that? <laughs> you need to lay off no the curtain, head, man. <laughs> uh, oh boy, that's evil. <laughs> Should have made I wasn't the my idea. You're sales staff. What did does you that run say? The, did you run the lap dance through the editorial department before that was mentioned on the air here? I don't think you did. I don't know. No, I, I called out for, for feedback, <laughs> and this, that's what I got. Okay. Now, is this lifetips.com or godaddy.com? Funny you should say that. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking the same thing. What were your thoughts on that Super Bowl ad, just on a slight tangent here, Stephen? Uh, well, I was I was happy to learn uh, actually what they do uh, for the first time, um, but um, yeah, that that seems to just be you know jiggle TV just for the sake of you know shock value. Um, but it's it's funny that people get all upset about it when every, before and after every commercial at a football game they make sure to zoom up real close to the cheerleaders, you know. Which, right. Uh, see, everybody has to have their thing. That's true. Before we start but, talking too much about uh, Super Bowl ads, because I think that's an interesting subject to, to dig into maybe later in the show, I have a concept that I want to throw out to you guys. Um, as I was you know, preparing for the show a little bit, and Melanie and I were brainstorming about it, I, I think that there's maybe something different that is, that is now being demanded of employees um, you know, I think that we're really what we're really talking about is job branding, and that's what we're beginning to see now with things like Google, which has gone to extravagant means by which to make employment really, you know, talked about and exciting, complete with swimming pools and spas and engineers that get 20% free time. Um, but I think maybe there's going to be a new wave of of companies and corporations that become the most desirable places to work. And those are the companies that do things like make you feel like you're making the world a better place or that you can make a difference in the operation of the company um, where you can fit in with a culture. 
Um, and, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Maybe there's just a whole new work uh, environment coming, being demanded out there. And, and what are your thoughts on that? I think that we will see in our lifetimes a dynamic whereby people are workers for a company before they're citizens of a country. So if you're an employee of Google, you will live in Google housing, you will go to Google doctors, you will you know, tra- transfer you know, all over the globe to wherever they have an office where you're working. And, and uh, you know, it's a long way away, but I definitely think that, uh, that, the, that the Google model, as successful as it's been, will definitely be copied by you know, other, other companies looking to achieve that same level of success. Hmm, I don't know. America doesn't seem to buy the big company rap anymore. I mean, there, there's tremendous costs involved with creating the almost society-level infrastructure. I think the entrepreneurial workforce continues to grow at a rapid pace, and people are wanting to, quote, do their own thing and be their own boss and, you know, be, you know, be part of a small company, not so much a big company. I think that everybody's really starving to have an impact on the world, you know? There are issues out there. There are companies being developed around global warming or poverty level, you know, situations in a variety of countries or, you know, Greenpeace related issues. I mean, they're just they're wonderful, uh, you know, cause related companies out there that I think are about to explode. If there's a profit to be made, then that's the case. On that note, guys, we're going to take a quick break so that we can uh, let our advertisers jump in there with their uh, profit to be made. And we will come right back and talk a little bit more about this stuff. So everybody hang tight. One second. Don't go anywhere, and we'll be right back. Life Tips on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Say big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Attention webmasters. Wish you could convert more web traffic into cash? No need to rub a lamp. Just click on GenieKnows.com. Install a search box on your site or incorporate paid listings XML into search results. And at your command, GenieKnows.com pays cash for each result your users click on. Enjoy prompt payment and superior customer service. Earn even more through our referral program. GenieKnows has delivered results. G-E-N-I-E-K-N-O-W-S.com. Captain's Log, Stardate 8130.3. Starship Enterprise on training mission to Gamma Hydra, Section 14. Identify for retina scan. It's Monty Khan. Khan, you've got Genesis, but you don't have me. 
You are going to kill me, Khan. You're going to have to come down here. The masses are starting to get online and get their identities and find new ways to make money in the marketplace, and I think they're all aiming their guns. You have a tendency to express ideas in military terms, Mr. Khan. This is a social occasion. Well, they are party animals. They do throw uh, some of the best parties in our industry, that's for sure. Evaluation, Mr. Fox. Crude methods, but effective. We posted our booth up next to uh, a booth that's giving away beer. How appropriate that is for you guys, huh? Hey, I've taken care of everything. Now, all y'all got to do is just relax. Doctor's orders. If I don't see you next week, I'll see you in two weeks from now. Same time, same place. Khan, how do we know you'll keep your word? I promise you, be the master of your domain. Khan! <laughs> Don't incur the wrath of Khan. Listen to Domain Masters, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on webmasterradio.fm. Wizards, rainmakers, rock stars, gorillas, and gurus. Webmasterradio.fm. Come visit our magical Webmaster Wonderland. We got a mouse, too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody. It's Melanie Nair. Welcome back. I'm here with Silent Weight and Life Tips, and we are joined with one of the most creative and exciting comedians out there. And we're excited to have you here. He's also one of the morning um, show hosts for WXLO 104.5 FM here in Worcester, Massachusetts. Welcome back, guys. How are you? Before Good to be here. we left for this most recent break, we were talking a little bit about American companies and, and profits. And Byron is feeling kicked when he's down because everybody in the office talked about some of the silly things they would want for perks. But... What we didn't really talk about was um, the money that is spent on a daily basis. And we were talking a little bit about Super Bowl ads. We kind of got into that realm. And I want to, I want to take that to another level because, um, and I know, Steve, you've got a lot of comments on this too. The money that is spent for Super Bowl ads is just absolutely astronomical. But what's more interesting is that even though, you know, the Super Bowl is awesome and amazing and the ads are so much funnier and they're, you know, that's sometimes the best part of the, the, the game for some people, um, it, it's. I don't know about you guys, but where would the good ads go? They, uh, Anyone? Anyone want to chime in on that? Is it sure, I'll chime in. Uh, I think that the increased um, budgets, I, I read anywhere from 2.3 to $2.6 million uh, per 30-second ads this year, have made people very, very conservative. Um, and I think... You can't discount the effect that TiVo has had on advertising, and you know, television commercial advertising has, has you know, as um, low in popularity as it's ever been because people don't watch them anymore. So, you know, you go to the movies, and in in front of the trailers, there's commercials there. But uh, yeah, there was a pretty lame. I like the Sierra Mist ones. I like the uh, CareerBuilder.com ones. Coke had a bunch of nice ones, but nothing. Very few laugh out loud funny ones. Byron, did and, you have a laugh out loud? Did you and, have a favorite ad this year? Well, one thing to keep in mind is that when when we're hearing from Stephen, the bar is raised pretty high. He is a professional comedian. That's that's true. 
and and it in in any that he likes, I'm now paying more attention to. By the way, I think I look like that Sierra Miss Comover guy right now. I'm pretty sure to <laughs> give you a visual of that. That is a very funny ad. You'll have to admit. Um, but I think that actually my take on the whole Super Bowl ad thing is quite simple. People are finally beginning to realize the power of word of mouth marketing. Um, there's a great new book, uh, not that new, but it's called Grapevine by Dave Balter and John Butman. Um, Dave Balter is the founder of, of Buzz Agent. Um, and, you know, sure, it's several million dollars, uh, you know, per 30 second spot, you know, probably $4 million per 60 seconds. That's a lot of money. Um, although it seems like just a few years ago it was a million dollars for a 30 second So the prices have gone up. And I think for good reasons. You know, there's tremendous value from your company and or corporation being talked about and being a part of the entertainment culture uh, that was part of the Super Bowl. Um, you know, the, the, the power of that and wanting to associate yourself with the brand through community marketing is an extremely powerful thing and I think worth every penny, in my opinion. Of course, you know, I'm probably being the bad guy here, but... Uh, but you know, but but come at me, Stephen. Is is that just crazy money in your mind? I mean, would you rather see you know two million trees in Maine killed in direct mail campaigns shot out, or you know, do you do you see well, value? On, you know, on the one hand, Byron, you have a valid point when you look at the fact that the that the top three most watched television programs of all time have been Super Bowl. There was a Mash finale. And then Super Bowl, so you're mm-hmm. definitely going to hit upwards of ninety to hundred million people in uh, in America alone. But if we look at Boston in in the recent news, you look at the advertising campaign that had gone on where the uh, the Cartoon Network had put up the signs that in Boston anyway paralyzed the city. Now those two guys were paid three hundred bucks in that in, in just just for Boston. And this was a campaign that was done all over the country. That reaction by Boston gave that show and that event by Turner worldwide publicity. For days, people were talking about it. Now, sure, he paid a fine to Boston and paid the overtime for the cops of, I think, a million dollars. Well, that wouldn't get him on the Super Bowl, and that was a humongous advertising coup, I think, for Ted Turner. So I think while there... All profits being made and, and prices are higher than they've ever been for Super Bowl advertising. I think the guerrilla marketing campaigns, I think you're going to see more and more of. Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of layers of, of that sort of communication that are that are coming out as well. I mean, guerrilla marketing is one general topic, but you know there are a lot of other topics that are within of that. You know, word of mouth marketing is a little bit different, actually. You know, as well as sort of buzz marketing is another spiral. We have viral marketing and, and even yep. shill marketing. Shill marketing involves basically paying people to recommend a product, which is kind of ugly if you think about it. It's, it's, yeah. it's to me, it's almost like false. It's kind of like spam, really, because um, they're not really recommending the product. They're sort of being paid to recommend the product. But, but you know, lots of new communication coming at us and lots of really interesting stories. But you know what's catching everyone's eye? I think, particularly with regards to this sort of, you know, uh, this uh, this new generation of marketing, and that is humor. You know, humor is the centerpiece. 
how do you come up with this stuff? How do you make people laugh, Stephen? That's what I'd love to learn how to do more of. Um, I don't know. I, I look back to, uh, I don't know if you ever saw, but Jerry Seinfeld made a documentary about five years ago, I think, that is brilliant. It's called Comedian, and it's, it talks about that very thing, how a comedian generates his material. And there's a scene where he's talking to Colin Quinn at the back of a comedy club in New York, the comedy cellar, and he just is talking to him, and he's like, he's, he had a mystified look on his face, Jerry Seinfeld, and he said, you know, I just seem to remember as a kid that everyone was funny. Growing up in the neighborhood, everyone I knew was funny, and it seemed like they all just got jobs at some point. And, uh, and I find that to be true. I, I find in my childhood, we were always running around playing stickball or street hockey or football, and, and everyone was always laughing and joking, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're in your 30s, and you're the one that's the only one left that's still laughing and joking. So, uh, it, it's, I think it would be similar to asking Mike Magic Johnson or Jordan to how, how they play basketball. They just do it. I think that's why Magic was so bad when he tried to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, not that I'm the Magic Johnson of <laughs> stand-up comedy, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just making, uh, part of it is just making fun of people. Part of it is taking two things that are that would never go together in a million years, and uh, like Mel Brooks and the producers taking Nazi Germany and Broadway show tunes and putting them together. And since they have no business being together, any connection you can make, that's funny. Don't uh, you think that but, humor connects with people in a way that nothing else can? I would agree to that. Yeah, I mean, a, because a I smile I and a humor has a very powerful so uh, ability to diffuse people's fears. Where if you can laugh at something, it it really isn't as bad as you fear it might be. And everybody has fears about that stuff, so that can be a universal language. I think. Look, Jerry Lewis was immensely popular in France, and they hate us. Hmm. Now, so when we, so when you look at Super Bowl ads, are you grading them on a scale of humor? Yes. And the biggest one, the biggest buzz going into the um, to the Super Bowl, and maybe they are just uh, paying the price of their own popularity, where expectations now are so high they can't possibly be met. But uh, everyone was talking about the Kevin Federline ad beforehand, oh. and then when you saw it. There's no question that that ad would have been a lot funnier if you had no idea it was coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so it, true. And so what you see, you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's exactly what everyone's been saying it was going to be for the next for the last two weeks. So, oh, there you go. And yeah. about, do you remember what it was for? I, I don't, actually. Yeah. Nationwide oh, it was insurance. the insurance. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how effective could that be if you don't have any clue what he was advertising? Right. You know, I think all of the ads this year went fairly minimalist with regard to parading their their logos, with the exception of Coke, maybe that had that sort of uh, that historic, uh, you know, timeline, the timeline series, where the Coke bottle was red and by itself and was was a powerful logo component. What about rock, paper, scissors though from Budweiser? Do you like that ad? Does that was that funny for you? Uh no. The 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 uh the the Bud ad I liked a lot better was the slapping the face one. Right. <laughs> to me the right. face slap is Charming. a new uh you know, touch and fist. That to me, for whatever reason, very, very funny. <laughs> 
the Snickers ad, though, the two two mechanics <laughs> kissing one another. Now, did you see they pulled that? What's that? There was protest from the gay and lesbian anti-defamation league. Yeah, did you hear about this, Byron? That, that ad like, was promoting homophobia. And so yeah. they pulled it, well, which they, was they a shock to me. I would have assumed that people... Which is really, who cares? Right, after, this, after it airs, what's the big deal? <laughs> I mean... That's it. We're going to stop you running that from here on in. Well, guess what? They probably wouldn't have run that too much more, frankly. It was a very odd ad. Right. I mean, desperate plumbers are, you know, plumbers gone, uh, gone wild. I'm, I'm all set with seeing fellas make out. All right, guys. On that note, we're going to take one more commercial break, and we will be right back with more from Stephen Donovan. Life Tips on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back with more cool tips and advice right after these commercial messages. 3 a.m. traveling to a conference in Oklahoma City. Steve Talbot's Ford Escort Radiator Hose bursts near the town of Hooker. He types Hooker Escort Hookup into another local search engine's one-box search. He has a great time that he can't expense. TrueLocal.com. Two boxes. One click. Great results. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may. May end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Party like a rock star. I thought you were going to stay tonight, aren't you? Well, I am. I was originally going to, you know, try and a few extra people popping into town. Going to have to hook up a few beers and, you know, get stupid back. I almost got the feeling they were tossing back some drinks <laughs> or something. Maybe Matt has finally given up the Sprite. Party like a rock star. It is like after 7 o'clock down here, which means it's way past drinking time. Yep. I think I'm going to head out and we're going to go to this little club here called the Flying Saucer. Sit out on the patio, drink some Blue Moons. Party like a rock star. We'll sit down by the bay and have a, a nice evening uh, in Canada cocktail. Maybe you and I'll have to throw a party. We'll have to charge money to let people in, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be like the guys in high school charging three bucks a head for the two kegger in the backyard. Hey, that works for me. SEO Rockstars. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on Webmaster Radio.fm. Learning how to monetize your domains. Zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod. Zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone. Zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath. Well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. And now back to Life Tips, the show that offers expert tips and savvy advice to make life easier and more fun. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Now, here's your host. Hey, everyone. It's Melanie and Byron with Life Tips, and we are happy 
Okay. And um, you know, we've talked a little bit tonight about fostering a very exciting and entertaining work environment. We've talked a little bit about the Super Bowl ads. And now I want to talk a little bit about the people who actually run these businesses and some interesting little dynamics that go on. Um, you know, in, in the workplace. And, and Stephen, I'm gonna, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start. We're going to do a little name association. I'm going to say uh, something, and you're going to tell me what's, what, what, what the first thing that comes to your mind is. You ready? Go. Siesta. Oh, vital. <laughs> I have a bad case of the siestas. Are you kidding me? There's no problem in your life that won't be better tackled with a sandwich and a nap. <laughs> It should be mandatory. Yep. I think that, it should that be mandatory. Right because if, they, if any of you have been to Europe, you know that the, the country shuts down for siesta. Yeah, other than other than uh, Spain has, I think, the highest life expectancy in the world, mm-hmm. I think. And, uh, yeah, one to three, man, adios. They're having a nap. <laughs> Al Gore. Uh, 2008 president. <laughs> Come on. I think uh, Rolling Stone had a fascinating article about how uh, the sage is set for him to make a run with all the high-profile Democrats already throwing their hat in the race. There'll be a big bottleneck. He'll come in without having to justify voting for the war like Hillary will. Uh, He'll have a track record that Barack won't. And uh, should he choose, and if he can stay cool as he has become, I think he's a shoo CEO salaries. <laughs> obscene. <laughs> that's an, obs- that's an obscenity worse than anything Janet Jackson ever did. And that includes her acting on Good Times. That was a good show. That was a great show. But that's but, uh, CEO salaries. Yeah, there was a guy, I think it was James Webb, the new, uh, the new Democrat senator from Virginia, talking about how CEO salaries when he was leaving college, were 20 times the worker's salary. Now they're 400 times the, uh, the worker's salaries of, of the companies that they uh, run. And I think that is, it, that is not helping anyone, I think. Byron, do you have anything to say about that? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Let them pay themselves the as much as they want. The, uh, of the company, as, long as, as long as they can justify it and keep their employees happy. See, that's the thing. Fair I, I don't think they're keeping the employees happy. Well, that, then there's a problem. Ooh. Yeah. When you look at the corporate scandal, and Jerry had it right. and, and, and then to see how, comparatively speaking, they get off scot-free, you know, you murder and shoot one person and ruin their life, you know, you go away from prison for life, but you rob hundreds of thousands of people out of all of their retirement money. And you get like two years in in a country club prison. That to no me, no one would disagree with that. But one of the problems about a general statement on what do you think a CEO salaries are? We're we're talking more now about the you know the richest Americans, you know the Bill Gates, the Warren you know, Warren Buffett, you know the the list. Of course, Forbes just came out with their four hundred rich, richest Americans, right? I mean, those yeah. are CEOs of publicly traded companies that are all out looking at one another's salaries, justifying cases for compensation. So they're looking at fair market value of their, quote, value, which they need to justify in the eyes of the shareholders. So, you know, the problem isn't so much them demanding more money as the overall market agreeing to creep up their compensation packages, giving them all justification to pay them more. 
And again, publicly traded companies have much different policies and procedures. Here's where it gets dicey from my perspective, right? Even the, 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 the great Ben & Jerry of Ben & Jerry's ice cream, they had policies right. for their, their corporate executives and for their own compensation packages that they couldn't exceed X number of incremental value above the overall average compensation package, right? Sounds good on paper. Guess what? Ben & Jerry are billion, you know, they are worth many, 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 hundreds of millions of dollars now gone from their company. So although their philosophies would seem to indicate, gosh, Ben & Jerry, you know, they're right down there in the trenches with us. Wrong. They're not down there in the trenches. <laughs> they're, they're extremely wealthy individuals, and they're founders of a very successful company. And, you know, so where do you play this? How does this equal out, you know? As far as entrepreneurs are concerned, you know, there's tremendous risk involved in, in starting companies, and most companies don't make money for, for quite some time, and that's risk that a founder takes on. And, you know, I don't know. I, I think it, it varies, but I think it's difficult to say all CEOs are bad, evil people because they're paid way too much. I mean, frankly, most CEOs, if you looked at some interesting – Salary.com has some good stats on this um, – you know, CEOs, on average, in companies less than a half a billion dollars, are tending to make you know somewhere between even as low as three or four hundred thousand dollars a year, and maybe as high as eight or nine hundred thousand dollars salaries a year. But you know, it's not like work one year and retire, you're done for life. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, there there are complexities, and also the standard of living raises when you're quote at that level. So anyway, that's my take on it. Sorry about well, the long-winded. All very, very, very good points, but we do have to wrap up the show. So, um, Mr. Donovan, tell the folks where they can see you. Uh, I am uh, on the radio every morning, uh, terrestrial radio, at 104.5XL. I am mm-hmm. at the um, Remington's at, at Dick Doherty's uh, Beantown Comedy Escape there in uh, Boston Street in Boston on March the 10th. And I am uh, performing in Worcester at the Crown Plaza on March 16th and 17th. And, of course, if you want more information on where you can find Stephen Donovan, you can see him on the Life Tips Celebrity Guru page under the comedy section. Byron, always a pleasure. So pleasure much fun indeed. today. Stephen, any, any happy thoughts to take us away into, into the world? Uh, call your mother. Tell her you love her. Uh, <laughs> put a nice pack on that back. At uh, nine days till pitchers and catchers report. So this winter, uh-huh. we'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining us.